welcome along to the Digital Culture Ideas podcast, which explores how technology and the internet significantly change the way we interact, behave, think and communicate. I'm Hilary Walton. I'm an author and an organisational psychologist with a special interest in culture. I'm also an information and technology leader with a special interest in digital transformation. Interesting mix, isn't it? Well, I'm also very passionate about sharing digital culture ideas, tips, discussions, um, to help people and businesses build digital cultures. In episode one of this podcast, I want to take you through my journey to be here today. I also want to talk to you about why I think digital culture is a really important topic and, and why I guess I'm so passionate about learning more about it and, and sharing those ideas with people as well. But let's start with my journey. When I explain to people what I am, I, I like to really emphasize the fact that I'm lots of different things. I'm not just one thing. Um, I, I talk about being a wife, a mother of three, an author, uh, I've developed an app. I, so does that make me an app developer? Um, I'm a risk management specialist, a security culture expert in information security um, practitioner. I lead um, information security for my organization, Cordia. Um, I also have done digital business transformation and I'm extremely passionate about trying to encourage more females and, and girls into the technology sector. I think it's such an important um, growing sector and there's a lot of opportunity there. So yeah, and I guess podcasting now as well would be the last thing. Um, I've worked for, uh, my career started in the Royal New Zealand Air Force, I was an organisational psychologist for them and that was great. I got to really be given quite a bit of seniority at a, a young age and having to advise into command on leadership and performance and decision making and um, you know all of those really interesting topics. I then left the Air Force and jumped into business consulting. I wanted to have a more commercial string to my bow, so I did that for a while. That took me to Australia and then over to London. Over in London, I make this kind of, I don't know if it's a sideways step or um, anyway, I move into security. So I went, um, the company I was working for had a sort of special relationship in with the, the UK government security service so I was placed within within them for a while and, and ran a security culture project and I got to advise critical national infrastructure organizations about what security culture is and how you develop a, a security culture in your organization. After that um, that led me to get a, a role with the London Olympics in 2012 and I led the information security program for, for that which was an amazing experience. Um, you know, talk about having a, um, a project that, you know, has a, a definite timeline that you need to meet and so many different strands to it and making sure that people are being secure along the way. Um, and it was quite a difficult time, and particularly in the lead up to the games because we were taking, you know, access away from people, making it a bit harder to do their jobs because that made it a bit more secure. And so it was very much about trying to get people on the journey with that and building that security culture in the lead up to the games. After that, I came back to New Zealand and I had um, a baby 
And then after some time off, I went back into work and went into a risk management role. Um, then again, back into a security role um, before doing a, um, you know, an IT kind of CIO role. And then I, yeah, find myself where I am now, which is the Chief Information Security Officer at Cordia. Cordia is one of New Zealand's um, telecommunications companies. Um, it is a great company to work for, and I'm really pleased to, yeah, be part of them. Running alongside that, though, that's kind of like the professional kind of career history, but running alongside that, I... I also, I guess I've always done a lot of extramural kind of stuff. So after I finished the Olympics, I just really, really wanted to write a book around security culture. I had learned so much being within the UK um, Security Intelligence Service and then with the London Olympics. And I really wanted to, really felt like I needed to get that out of me. So I set about writing a book about how to build security culture. And so I pitched the idea to a publisher and that got picked up. So all of a sudden I had to actually write the book. Um, I loved writing it. I loved, loved writing it. It took me two and a half years to write it. But when I was able to get into it, it was wonderful. Um, it took me two maternity leaves to, to write that book as well. Um, writing a book is a, a long process and it's not just you writing the first draft. It's it then gets reviewed and it comes back. Um, so yeah, great process, but it is a very big task to, to kick off. So after I had done some technology-based roles, I started thinking more about digital culture. And I was like, oh, there's definitely something in this digital culture, which again, I'm really drawn to really... Um, feel like you know there's a lot here that people just don't know about digital culture you know how, what is it how do you build it in your organization what does it mean to have a digital culture and I sort of started to see organizations really struggling with this topic so I again wanted to get these um, ideas out of me so I thought about writing a book and then I thought about how long that process was and that with digital, if I took two and a half years to write a book on digital, it would be pretty much out of date the, the day it was um, born. So instead, I decided to do a series of short videos. So, you know, um, two to three to four minute videos going through digital topic, um, digital culture ideas. Um, and that's where digital culture ideas was really born. Um, as I was doing those videos for about a year, I then started to build more of a community around digital culture. I, um, I founded a group on Facebook and on LinkedIn called Digital Culture Ideas, um, which is a group with a, like a global presence. It's, it's not just for IT people or psychologists, it's, it's kind of for everyone, um, HR, um, Anyone interested in technology and how that's changing the world, that's, that's the people that book, that, sorry, that group is for. And then the, another thing I started to notice was that there was a lot of quite senior IT leaders who didn't have much support in terms of peer networks and peer groups. Um, 
you know, like government, there's a lot of groups and collaboration that goes on in government, and which is amazing. Um, but outside of government, there didn't seem to be much. So I ended up developing a uh, another group um, for, for senior IT people called the New Zealand Digital Leaders Network. And that was really like a, a community and a place to, for people to share ideas, ask questions, um, offer support, that kind of thing. So again, built that up on Facebook and on LinkedIn as well. And I just think that digital culture is such a great topic. Um, well, I'm very passionate about it, as you can tell. Um, but the reason for that is I just think technology is one of the most important things changing and impacting our businesses and our personal lives today. You know, both in the way we externally interact with customers and speak to customers, but also internally in relation to how we work and, you know, building the digital workplace, which is a lot of, uh, which is all about sort of fostering connection and belonging beyond natural work groups. It's about sharing information and getting the right data and information and making sense of that whole digital workplace piece. But it's also completely relevant for individuals as well. Um, you know, and actually our personal life is where this whole digital transformation is probably happening the quickest. You know, I just need to think about my three-year-old. Um, we, uh, about three years ago, we got an Amazon Alexa and introduced that into the house. So basically my three-year-old has only ever known Alexa, um, has only ever known that, an, you know, having this personal assistant in the house is what happens. And... She's truly a digital native. She goes up to Alexa and she, you know, asks for um, Baby Shark by Pink Fong by Spotify and then she gets what she wants. And, and I find that fascinating as well. So, yeah, Digital Culture Ideas is a, also a platform because I'm, I'm a learner in this space as well, um, as well as a sharer. And I just... I've got a lot to learn and so I decided to create this podcast and reach out to um, you know, some of the smartest and funniest and, and most inspiring people I've, I've had the privilege of meeting and get them to come on the show and talk about their digital culture ideas as well. So I'm Hilary Walton and I'm really excited to share with you on this Digital Culture Ideas podcast ideas, tips, discussions on digital culture and the impact that technology and the internet are having on the way we think, behave and communicate as human beings.